1: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Property Voice podcast. My name is Richard Brown and as always it's a pleasure to have you join me again on the show today. Well there's no time to rest as we dive right into another series right now starting this week as we profile an eclectic and impressive handful of property heavyweights as I like to call them. There's few and far between um, of these people who have stood the test of time achieve massive levels of success, or are ripping up trees as they make strides in the modern-day property arena. And as if that's not enough, the people that you will hear over the coming weeks are also incredibly generous, very humble, and very inspiring as well in equal measure. And I promise you that you will not find a collection of such great property heavyweights anywhere else but here over the next sort of six to eight weeks. And it also seems fitting to me to also share a brief update with you on the progress of our very own TPV, or the Property Voice Apprentices, who you never know, might just become a heavyweight in their own right one day too. So let's have a listen in
0: right now. Okay, so let's get on with this week's featured topic with Property Chatter.
1: So today is the start of another series of the Property Voice podcast, One that I'm extremely excited to share with you, I have to say. And in fact, I've been bubbling along for about six months of this year, uh, waiting to share it with you, in all honesty. Now, one of the TPV apprentices from TPVA1, that's the first apprentice program, uh, which actually commenced towards the end of last year, has a really big goal, which by definition would mean that he would need to be what I would like to call a Deca Millionaire. That's worth 10 million or more. And in fact, in his particular case, he'd have to be worth several tens of millions to achieve the goals he wants to achieve. And it's not, they're not selfish goals. Uh, they're actually to benefit other people. And so I really wanted to support this young man in his quest. But in order to do that, I realised that he would need to rub shoulders with Deca Millionaires himself in order to learn from them and, uh, and see what he could pick up from them along the way. And that's exactly what inspired this series, as it happens. So I thought, you know, I'd seek out a handful of impressive go getters from the world of property. Now, many of the guests over the coming weeks might actually surprise you. Not all, or indeed any, uh, would consider themselves to be a property guru for a start. Most are off the usual circuit, quietly going about their own business or, in other cases, are making waves in what might appear to be a parallel universe of property. But what I believe we will see in this series as it unfolds, is that there is a a special source, a secret source, if you like, that these people all have. And the great news is that we can get to take a look at the ingredients together as we learn, copy and aspire towards them, perhaps, over the next few weeks. The one percenters, high achievers and sometimes reluctant role models will give you great inspiration over the coming weeks, I'm sure of that. Okay, so I'm not going to completely let the cat out of the bag and name names right now, but I'm going to give you some clues as to who has agreed to appear on the series in this series. One or two have yet to be interviewed though, so I haven't got them in the can. So don't hold me to account if you if they don't appear subsequently. I'm hoping and praying that our uh, our dates will be upheld and, and I'll get to record them and share it with you. But I wonder if you can guess any or even some of uh, who our guests will be before we start. And I kind of feel as though I should award a prize to the person who can guess the most uh, property heavyweights that are going to appear on this series. So if you want to have a stab at guessing... Keep listening to the end of the show, and I'll tell you how you can also enter a draw to win Dinner for Two, which is worth 150 quid, if you can correctly name the most guests. So, I'm going to give you a couple of clues. Um, I've got eight potential guests lined up over the next uh, couple of months, obviously, and uh, let's see how many of them you can guess. Number one, the CEO of an AIM listed commercial property company with over 20 years in the business. Number two, the co-founder of a PropTech venture capital fund. Number three, all I'm gonna say is they're a secret millionaire. Number four, the founder of a leading international co-living brand. Number five, the founder of the UK's premier franchising business and a philanthropist to boot. Number six, it's getting a little bit harder now. This one, I'm gonna give you more of a clue. He's the founder of an Ohio-based turnkey property business who has converted over 200 uh, rental properties into 100 debt-free cash flow machines. Number seven, this is, uh, harder still actually, I'm not sure you're even going to get this one even even by Googling and everything. This is a young couple who are running a multi-state wholesaling, or as we would call it in the UK, sourcing operation in the USA. And they're doing it with what they call a $0 marketing budget. So that's interesting, isn't it? I'm not sure you're going to guess it, but, you know, it's a really interesting story. At number eight is the CEO of a family office private bridging finance business, having previously also developed and sold a full-service property sourcing and letting business. So there you go. You've got quite a spectrum there. And, you know, many of them have, um, they come from different sectors Um, They're in different elements of the business, but they've all made it, if you like, through property or property related business. And I thought we could learn a lot through you know, their stories and, and, and their shares. I'm going to say that if you could guess, say, four, maybe out of the eight, that would probably be par, I'd suggest, in terms of guessing who my guests will be. But all eight have something extremely valuable to share with us. Trust me on that. But keep listening to hear how you can enter and win that dinner for two as we listen in to our TPV Apprentices update 90 days into their 100 day program right now. So here come the updates from the TPV Apprentices. I'll be right back to share with you how you could win that dinner for two. So don't go away.
2: Hi, my name's Martin. A quick reminder of my goals. My someday goal is to be financially free through property and be in a position to be able to help others achieve their own goals, whether it be in property or outside. My goal for the 100-day program was to be confident enough to be able to, by the end of the year, be full-time in property. Well, last week, I officially handed in my notice and will leave my employment and Berlin, where I've been living for the past five years, and move over to Leeds to start sourcing property full-time. I already, at this point, have the opinion that this 100 days has changed my life. As I mentioned last time, the programme has gave me tools to plan and realise what's possible, But not only that, it gave me the opportunities to speak to different agents, learn how to assess different property deals and actually put that into action and get real life experience. Something that I'd never have done before and would never have a reason to do. One of my biggest, I wouldn't call it a learning, but a confirmation recently was when we had a group call with one of Richard's JV uh, joint venture investors. And I asked him how, how he found Richard. And he said through the information he was given away for free in his own time on different forums, which really showed me how important being active on social medias and different types of forums really is, even without having knowledge to give away, just documenting your journey and all that you are learning along the way, which is what I've already started doing in blog form, and I will increase this to videos on YouTube and Facebook soon, which also it's something I know it's not for everyone, but it's something I'm comfortable with doing and everyone will can find their own way to do something similar. I think it's also easy to take for granted what this course offers as it all comes so naturally to both Richard and Richard's team and friends to help us along the way. But even the smallest things have made a huge difference to my future and I really couldn't be more thankful. I feel like have been made part of a family and look forward to how the rest of the days unfold.
3: Hi, this is Susan. My someday goal is to run my own large developments and my year goal is to start with either a small development or working in partnership with a more experienced developer so as to expl- enhance my knowledge that way. And part of my end goals for this program is to identify four specific opportunities that I could take forward following completion of the program. So over the last month, I've been working further to refine my deal appraisal skills and also start appraising a deal that a deal opportunity that I have overseas, which, invo- which involved a property or a couple of properties that I purchased over 10 years ago. And I've never managed to uh, sell on because the development never quite finished. And so I've spent as part of over the last month, I've actually gone overseas and looked at the development more closely and a new deal or a new opportunity may arise out of that work, which will enable me to um, take the money out of the property and maybe even make a bit of profit in the meantime. So that's just something which I know for a fact that had I not been on this program, I probably wouldn't have fully considered or perhaps had I considered it, it'd probably be too daunting a task. So Richard's been incredibly helpful as, as, as have the other apprentices in terms of providing feedback and insight as to how to take that forward. One of the insights that I've had as part of this program is really about how I go about facing challenges. So Property development is in it, is itself, it's quite daunting to me, even, even, even though I'm partway through the program, it's it's less daunting, but it's still a bit of a daunting task for me to sort of um, strive forward with. Um, and so one of the aha moments or insights that I've had is, is that I often stop when I'm faced with a large challenge. And so Richard's coaching has helped me to see that things can be done if things are taken step by step. And this has helped me break down the options and some of the details around the overseas development opportunity that I, that I just mentioned so that I can start putting the pieces together to provide a bigger piece of a bigger a picture of what the opportunity entails. And this has helped me get further clarification and confidence around all of the elements that are involved in taking it forwards. This in turn has helped me build a little bit more confidence around what can and can't be done. I'm finding great value with the work that I'm do with with Richard on a one to one basis. Um, he's also actively involved in the group discussions that we have um, on the interactive Basecamp platform that we have set up for for the program. Um, and also, it's it's so helpful working with others on the program, whom whom issues and challenges and setbacks are all pretty similar to mine and we can share and help each other in a secure environment through some of the things that otherwise we may be trying to tackle on our own so that's that's just been very valuable to me also
4: hi this is carl so to recap my someday goal is financial freedom and the strategy i'm following is commercial conversions and developments my one year goal is to undertake an exit a commercial conversion project and to also establish a pipeline of deals to undertake in this year and in subsequent years. My biggest learning since my last update has been around my strategy. I'd initially set out to source BR and flip projects and then in, in a couple of years time move on to larger conversion projects. So I spent some time exploring this strategy and following some significant events in my life, I've decided to solely focus on conversions and developments, which has been very liberating and given me a lot of clarity and purpose. And this is a direct result of participating in the the apprenticeship program and sharing and learning from others on the program and taking action to try things out. And most importantly, it's from the support I've received from Richard in the regular one-to-one sessions we have. So, as as an example, um, I had a one to one session with Richard this morning, and I'd I'd revised my business plan based on fo- solely focusing on commercial conversions and developments, and I'd listed out various things I thought I needed to do in order to establish my business and pursue pursue my strategy. So, under the key result areas, we call them. After reviewing these with Richard, it quickly became clear that there was certain things in there that weren't critical to the success of my business. Such, things such as setting up a, a, an expense system for tracking expenses or setting up some cloud storage for sharing documents, and so the, the learning I took there was to really focus on the things that are going to bring you success. And Everything else will come as and when it's needed. So, giving you giving you cl- clarity on the things that you need to focus on. So that was really interesting. And there's there's many other things that I've learned throughout the the course of the the program. It's not not just from the the one to one sessions, but also from learning and sharing with others on the program. So we have various group calls where we discuss things, and we also have we use Basecamp where we. Send, send messages to each of them. So there's always constant learning through those channels as well. So looking forward to the last few weeks of the programme, but ultimately I'm looking forward to continue, continuing along the path the apprenticeship has taken me so far and continuing to implement my strategy and plan over the coming years.
1: So wasn't it great to hear from uh, from those apprentices? I've got um, you know Martin who talked. He's going to be full time in property. Um, start, he's moving from country to set up his business. Uh, we've de-risked that particular journey. You probably heard in his previous shares but he's gonna take that step to be full-time in property. And uh, it was some of the aha moments that he shared, you know, about sharing his journey and, and, and just sharing on social media that can attract people towards him, which might help him in his business. So, uh, and I think he, I was really grateful when he said he, he feels part of a family. Um, There's a lot more you could take away from Martin's share. Then of course we had Susan, Susan who feels a lot more confident to step forward into doing larger commercial conversions and development projects. Uh, she's she's uh, quite experienced already, but perhaps lacked a bit of confidence um, to step forward. and you know we've been working on that over the course of the program and as you could hear that you know there's a really complex project uh, in an overseas location that she may well step into as a result of uh, of this process. And then we had Carl, of course at the uh, the, the the sort of final audio recording that you heard, heard there. and Carl's a really interesting story because, right towards the end of the program he's reset his goals and he's reset them bigger than he had before he was perhaps taking a safe route of staying in contracting at the same time as trying to develop maybe a sourcing business and then maybe maybe deferring what he really wanted to do a couple of years down the line but we've we, we talked it through and there is a, a a window of opportunity it's a horrible phrase i know but anyway there's opportunity <laughs> to step out and do it a lot sooner than imagined so I think that's been great to just watch car's development and it taking a giant stride forward to to look at commercial conversions and development projects perhaps a lot sooner than he p- thought he could do. Uh, but it's actually what he really wants to do, so I'm, I'm excited about that. And then of course we have our, our voice shy apprentice as well who, who's asked me to share the following updates. So these are his words, I'm literally going to read them out. Um, I'm thrilled to give what I might, uh, what might be the penultimate update from TPVA 2, as we like to call it. That's the Property Voice Apprentice 2. It's been quite a ride these last few weeks. The focus has been on action and also on learning from the actions I've taken, which as I realised is my preferred way to learn. I'm doing rent to rent as my current strategy to increase cash flow. So I've been speaking with lots of owners, finding out what their needs are and then figuring out a way to deliver them in a way that makes sense for me too. I can't help everyone, but I can learn something each time I interact with an owner and I'm now focusing on underwriting deals better so I can help more people. All of a sudden, I find myself with possible deals at different stages or as I prefer to say, I'm working things out with a number of people I'm potentially able to help and as we approach the end of the program it's action stations at all levels of the pipeline to work to make progress. The input from Richard has been the difference between progressing to the next stage or falling flat so I'm very appreciative and feel very lucky to be on the program. The help from the other apprentices is very valuable too. They are are clever and experienced people on the program and we are helping each other stress test our deals, various options, strategies and decisions which is also really helpful. All in all, things are going well, and I look forward to re- reporting back to you at the end of the program. It's not been easy, and I don't want to pretend otherwise. One thing I'm learning more and more, and I feel this is one of the most important lessons I've learned during my time in property, is where the line is between the market's limitations and my own personal limitations. In other words, when is, it, when is my failure down to me and when is it down to the market not being able to deliver a win-win for all? And this takes market knowledge and also self-knowledge, both of which I'm refining over this 100 days. Richard's extremely valuable input is helping me progress on both of these fronts. So it's not easy, but there's been a lot of progress which I'm happy about. Thanks so much, Richard. It's always a little bit um, unsettling to read somebody else's words, especially when you know there's perhaps a a slight compliment that comes in there, but that's a genuine share. They're not my words, they're they're his. So I'm just doing him the credit of reading them out for him. But there you have it, in their own words, the four apprentices. And we've now completed the programme. So that was recorded at 90 days in. And since it was recorded, we've now completed the programme. And I hope to share with you some final observations and learnings from the apprentices with you soon. The next apprentice program begins in September uh, so it's going to run through the autumn up to Christmas and I only have the bandwidth to support and work with a small number of people four in fact at once so if you're interested in finding out more you can see more information on the property voice uh, uh, I can't even say it. property voice uh, website is what I'm trying to say or you can email me Uh, podcast, thepropertyvoice.net, you can even call me uh, weekday afternoons 0208 144 5895 and start a conversation. And uh, as you probably can tell from some of the feedback of the apprentices, I'm massively immersed, but also massively impressed with the apprentices, all of them, from each of the two programmes that we've had so far. So it was particularly heartwarming to hear such Warm comments coming back from them, which I can assure you are made freely by the apprentices. I don't hold a gun to their head, I can assure you. But of greater importance is where the uh, so far eight TPV apprentice graduates will take their property businesses. And I'm really looking forward to see that unfold over the years ahead. But anyway, I did promise you something else, didn't I, a few minutes ago, which was how to win that dinner for two. So enough apprentice talk. I did promise you the information on how to enter the competition for Dinner for Two. So here's exactly how. So you need to follow the rules or else you won't qualify. All you need to do is tag me or the Property Voice on either Facebook, Twitter or LinkedIn. Uh, as you guess, it, you know, make a guess of at least one of the proposed property heavyweight guests that will appear on this series. The winner will be the one that correctly names the most guests in their social shares. And I'll give you some—I gave you some clues earlier. Um, so have an educated guess, and you never know—you could be enjoying that dinner for two, courtesy of the Property Voice podcast. And I guess you've got to be in it to win it, haven't you? So even if you guess, even if you only know one or have a guess at one, why not just put it out there and let's see what happens? But don't forget to tag me and all the Property Voice. And, uh, and, you know, you can put hashtag property and all that stuff if you want as well. So you can probably guess what I'm after. Um, but, you know, just tag me and I'll reveal who the, uh, who's won that dinner for two in next week's show. It's 150 quid. It's on me and, uh, I'd be very happy to share that with you. But here's a bit of a hint. In the in the event of a tie break, it's the one with the most social media shares that tags me or the Property Voice that will win. Of course, the one who's got guessed the right number of uh, guests as well that are coming up on this series. But that's all for me, uh, I guess, uh, for this week. Well, I'm looking forward to sharing with you some uh, interviews and conversations I'm having with these property heavyweights over the next few uh, few weeks. They'll take us um, into. It's a late summer, actually, so I'm probably not going to have too much of a break, uh, in all fairness. But there we go. I'm I'm looking forward to that. Anyway, enough of that. Remember, if you want to talk about anything from today's show or just talk property investing more generally, you know you can always email me, uh, podcast at thepropertyvoice.net, and I'd be more than happy to hear from you. The show notes, as always, can be found over at our website, thepropertyvoice.net. But all that's left to say is thank you very much for listening once again this week. And until next time on the Property Voice Podcast, it's Chow cha
0: Thank you for listening today.